Ladies and gentlemen, this is the six o'clock pairing. On the tee, from River West, please welcome Gabe Neitzel. Also on the tee, from the third ward, this is Stephen Watson. It's Monday evening, and you're on the tee. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Now to take you around the course. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City. Alongside Stephen Watson, here's Gabe Neitzel. Oh, and it's a beautiful night from the home of Stephen Watson. We are at the Wisconsin Club tonight on the tee. Excited to be here as we were last year. Uh, proud sponsor of On the Tee, uh, the Wisconsin Club. So it's... I, I mean, this is a great patio to kind of sit up on top. There are a couple different patio options here, Stephen. You have the one up here. You're sitting up on top by the putting green. You can kind of see all the people who are hanging out around the beautiful uh, circle bar that you have between the ninth green and the 10th tee box. Beautiful view here at the Wisconsin Club. Nice place to relax. Nice place to golf. Uh, we're approaching the golden hour right now at Wisconsin Club. My favorite hour here at a beautiful golf course, beautiful night in Wisconsin, turn bar, got some people on a Monday. And that, that's what has been exciting over the last couple of summers here at Wisconsin Club. They've opened it up on Mondays. It's usually closed. A lot of private courses close on Monday to get the course back. Monday, we're popping here at Wisconsin Club. So with having a, a kid, has that changed? Yes. <laughs> well, it, it's changed how much you golf, but has it changed like – when you try to sneak in golf, when you're able to sneak in golf, has that changed at all when you can sneak out here to the Wisconsin Club, try to get a couple holes in, maybe some practice? Because the other thing about the Wisconsin Club is it has a great practice facility. I yeah. like the short game area is really cool, and the full range is always in pristine condition. Yeah, probably should work on that area a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I have become a lot more of an efficient golfer okay. since having a baby girl three months ago now. Uh, it's time flies, <laughs> and life comes at you fast. I mean, I used to, this is my fifth summer as a member out here, and I used to get some rounds in. I mean, I, <laughs> I've i always worked the afternoon and the evening schedule, so I was like your 8 a.m. tea time, come out here, put AirPods in, enjoy a nice walk. Um, now it's more like a, I've got two hours, she's napping. Yep. Let's see how many holes I can play and get home in that two hours. And I, I can usually get, so we have the front nine here, Yep. and then you can play 10-11, goes down to a par three, and then the green on 11 and the tee box on eight, which are both par threes, are right next to each other. So I do it, it's a little beauty oh, Okay. Loop. So I, I can usually get about 13 holes in um, in about an hour. That's impressive. An hour and a half. Um, when I'm by myself out here. Yeah, in a cart, I'm assuming at that no, point. No, no, no you're, fly, you're, oh, you're, I'm, you're just hoofing it. I'm like a, mar I'm a marathon speed golfer when I'm by myself. Um, I don't play by myself as much as I used to. I've, I've made some friends. That's been fun. Uh, but well, Friends are good. Yeah, friends are good. Um, a lot of good people out here at Wisconsin Club, but I definitely am maximizing the number of holes in about a two-hour span. I don't play many rounds of 18 out here sure. anymore. Uh, Wisconsin Club is going to be our featured course. We'll talk more about them coming up in the last segment, but we do have other things, pressing things to get to. Uh, reports by No Laying Up, which No Laying Up getting into the breaking news game, yeah. uh, along with Alan Shipnuck from the Fire Pit Collective, where they have... Uh, you, you kind of put it all together and you get a better picture and a better idea of this emergency players-only meeting that Tiger Woods hosted 
and some for some reason decided to bring Ricky Fowler with him to Delaware last week on Tuesday. Uh, Ricky still moves the needle, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so Ricky Fowler, world number like 176 or something like that. Hey, he um, was he was flirting, you know, and maybe a BMW appearance, trying to get in that top. 75. Yeah, until the uh, until the nine kind of. Although Colin Morikawa had a ten yesterday, so or Saturday, one of those two days. Yeah, but the Colin weekend. has a couple more uh, official World Golf ranking points than uh, Ricky does this season. So twenty-two players in attendance, a strictly players-only meeting at the uh, Hotel Dupont in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, so in attendance of this meeting, let's just get the the players who were in attendance: Scotty Scheffler. Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay, John Rahm, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, Victor Hovland, Matt Fitzpatrick, Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, Billy Horschel, Cameron Young, uh, Jacqueline Neiman, friend of show Max Homa, Shane Lowry, uh, Tyrell Hatton, Kevin Kisner, Adam Scott, Ricky Fowler, and Tiger Woods. So Woods and, and McIlroy apparently have been trying to come up with ideas and, and had some sort of players-only meeting during the J.P. McManus Pro-Am that happened at a Derry Manor over in Ireland before the British Open when Tiger went over for that event and they had everybody uh, presence for that. And basically, Stephen, this meeting that they're having, they're trying to come up with ideas to make the PGA Tour more of a we're going to play more together type thing. Because, uh, and this was a, a, a very interesting tweet that came out um, from the, the Golf Channel. Or, excuse me, from Brendan Quinn of The Athletic. In the 34 weeks of the current calendar year, the 21 top 30 players who attended last week's meeting all played in each of the four majors. That makes sense. The only other events that all 21 played in, the players... FedEx St. Jude, playoff event. BMW, playoff event. 34 weeks, seven times together. And they're trying to figure out ways to make it more enticing that these guys work together to make their schedules more conducive of all of them playing together at the same time. So you can look at this one of two ways. This is a good thing for the game of golf that you get all of these guys in the same room led by the faces of golf, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. You can also look at it as live is very real, and this is terrifying that we have to get these guys in the same room to look at each other and believe in one another that they are PGA Tour for lifers. Because if anybody in that room jumps ship to live, we got a big problem on our hands, Gabe. Yeah. And that's, that is how I'm looking at it, is you can't trust anybody right now when, when they're waving so- dollars in their faces, I, 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 I'm not surprised about a lot of the names on Live, but there's a couple that I'm like, never saw that one coming. So there are, there are a couple of names that are clearly absent on that list. World number two, Cam Smith, who's yeah. long been rumored now to go to Live and likely will be making the jump with six other players when that's announced on Monday after the Tour Championship and FedEx Cup prize money and all that is given out. Seven guys, and I think that I would assume at this point so those seven players that are yet to be announced, that's going to round out the field of 48 yeah. for the upcoming golf season for Liv, for their 14-event season next year. So my guess is the 22 guys that were in that room know who those seven players are. 
I, I don't know who those seven players are. I know Cam Smith is one of them. I know, I'm know i pretty sure Mark Leishman's another one. I thought potentially Adam Scott could be one, but Adam Scott was in this meeting, which leads me to believe he's PGA Tour at least for 2023. And he's a guy that's made a lot of money on the tour and is still successful on the tour. I wouldn't quite call him an older burnout like we've seen from a Westwood or a Sergio or a Poulter. I mean, he's com- he's still contending. Well, right he, now. he just grinded to get inside the top 30. He's going to be playing at Eastlake this week. So he finished top 30 in PGA Tour points this year. So he's, I would say he's still very much relevant. When Tiger Woods has to get on a private jet and fly in to meet these guys for an emergency meeting, this is a big deal. Uh, Tiger picks and chooses where he wants to be and what type of spotlight he wants to be in at this point in his career. And for him to make that decision, it makes you wonder, going back to that round of golf that he was spotted playing with Rory before the Open yeah. at Bally Bunyan together, makes you wonder what that conversation was like for 18 <laughs> holes on the golf course. Because I, mean, I imagine fantastic, and then... it, was, it was very much driven towards how are we going to save the PGA Tour because those are the faces and those are the legacy guys. And um, I think some of the ideas that were presented in this No Laying Up article are good for the game but I still don't see a solution on how to bring Live and PGA together. I don't know if I necessarily want that, but a lot of people believe that there needs to be a way to bridge the two together in some regard to save the face of the game and quote-unquote grow the game. But I think that... The game doesn't need to be grown, by the way. The game is growing pretty well on its own when you take a look at what's happened yeah. since the pandemic started. Like, I, I, I still don't understand... Well, I, actually, I understand. I shouldn't say that. I... They say grow the game because it sounds good and like they want to grow the game to make more money correct. around the world. Yeah, they they want to put more money in their pocket. That, the game itself is seems to be growing. Yeah, just I mean fine. I I anybody with a pulse I would hope understands what that phrasing means. And but it has become a money game, Gabe. Like we like the reason these guys are getting into a room together is because they want the purses to go up at the bigger events so they all well, attend them. And that keeps them on the PGA Tour. They're not going to get the Saudi money that you're getting across in these live events. But they want the purses to go up. They're human. <laughs> like They, they want to make more money for what they feel like they are owed. Well, and, but they want to compete. Here's, here's the biggest problem with the PGA Tour, which is why Liv saw an opportunity to more or less try to buy the game of golf on a professional level on the men's side. When it comes to prize money, even though you tune in, to see Rory McIlroy play in whatever event. You know, let's just go ahead and say the Memorial. But then someone like Tom Hoagie goes out and wins the Memorial. Tom Hoagie makes more money than Rory did. Yeah. So think about, the, and, and the comparison that I guess I've thought about in my head is this. Like, you tuned in to watch the Eagles and Patriots play in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady was on one side, you had Nick Foles on the other. Hey, don't don't bad talk, my guy. Nick well, hey, Foles. look, Nick Nick Foles went out there and and won the Super Bowl. Okay, was Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, but can you imagine him getting more money than Tom Brady? You know what I'm saying? Like he's not better than Tom Brady. It's, t- it's tough because that's a team sport, individual sport. Yes, yes, but uh, it's it, and it's very hard to make that parallel. But the, the, what I think these players are starting to realize, and we'll get into what some of these ideas that were thrown out at this meeting, and which are very basic ideas at the very infancy of trying to actually be implemented potentially on the PGA Tour. But the point I'm trying to make is like 
these guys are understanding that this is more of an entertainment product. And golf is more entertaining on TV, which means more money for them because you can sell it when they all play together. and Because when they play together, the ratings go up. The majors obviously go up when these guys are together for some place like the Genesis, a place like... Tory Pines, a lot of these guys play um, you know, for the Farmers Insurance Classic. When they get together, the ratings go up because these guys naturally, a handful of them, gravitate to the top of the leaderboard. Well, and I think to your point, they are a brand. They are individual golfers who are trying to build their brand. And somebody like Rory, who does have the game at the forefront of his mind, also understands the impact every time he comes on a golf course. Most people are there to see him. He wants to see the kickback to that. And that's why having a leaderboard that looks a lot like the leaderboard we've seen over the last two weeks mm-hmm. is really important for the PGA Tour. And that's why these ideas that we're going to bring up are so important to getting these the, the most number of players and the best players playing in all of the best primetime events for the PGA Tour. I don't think we're going to see many John Deere's or 3M Opens that are going to you know, they'll have those. They said they're still going to have that prize money for those events. Yeah. But they need to zero in on the biggest events having all the big names at them. So some of these ideas that were talked in that meeting at the PGA Tour level last week, players only meeting on Tuesday, we'll dive into some of those ideas, dive into what No Laying Up was reporting coming up next. But first, got to tell you, On the Tees opening segment brought to you by Heartland Movement Center. Improve your golf game with a personalized approach from their experienced team. Learn more at heartlandmovementcenter.com. More on the PGA Tour meeting live from the Wisconsin Club next on the Tee. The opening segment was brought to you by Heartland Movement Center. Improve your golf game with a personalized approach from their experienced team. Learn more at heartlandmovementcenter.com. On the tee with Gabe and Steven continues next on 94.5 ESPN. You're listening to On the Tee with Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. News on the PGA Tour and not the Tour Championship, which is happening this week at East Lake. We'll be making our Gruber Law Offices one call. That's all picks coming up in just a little bit. But we continue to talk about the top secret meeting that happened in Delaware ahead of this week's BMW Championship, uh, where Tiger Woods flew in for whatever reason, decided to bring Ricky Fowler with him, and we could <laughs> like him. Like I like Ricky, but like. What the hell is Ricky Fowler doing at this meeting? I I don't know. Like I, everybody I mean, actually, likes him. He was maybe it's just because he was like so in the mix with Liv, and a lot of people sure. thought he was rumored to be there that he felt like he just needed to show there and end all the talks. He's boys with Spieth and JT. Yeah. The truth is, I still think enough young kids love Ricky. Sure. That they don't really care what his score is. He is a very good person, and he's very good with the fans. I will always root for that guy. I think that he's important to the game. He's not a very good golfer right now, though. So no. not somebody I necessarily need to watch play on the PGA Tour. But no, but he's uh, all-time he, good guy. He was he was present at these meetings. We dive more into these meetings. Courtesy of friends at Ewald Automotive in It's All About the Drive. Sometimes it's all about the drive. But off the tee, it's all about the drive. The best and biggest shots of the weekend. That house is like 400 yards away. Is that good? 
That's unbelievable. It's all about the drive. On On the Tee is brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile limited warranty on all new vehicles. Visit any of their eight locations today, in-store or online at ewaldautomotive.com. Ewald Automotive, we make it easy. So for Tiger and Ricky, it was all about the flights and then the drive because they still rented a car to get all the way up to Delaware for this top secret meeting yesterday. Not much going on in Wilmington, Delaware. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Tough to get to. Got to fly into Philly and drive up there, apparently. That's what Tiger Woods did. So according to No Laying Up, um, this plan of you know 22 players who got together in Delaware yesterday to talk about, and apparently they all left kind of in agreement that this is something they want to go forward with and work with the PGA Tour. They would propose a series of top-tier events that would uh, feature reduced fields, a to-be-determined number, and a mix of exempt players, weekly qualifiers from other events on the tour. So, you know, it's not just straight up top 60 the way that it was for the World Golf Championships that we saw for so many years, which kind of were phased out in this latest uh, schedule on the PGA Tour. But you could be there, and much like I think maybe the open qualifying series where you see guys get in that way, that you know, so I think they're trying to be creative with ways of, oh, here's how you qualify for these events. So it's not like live where it's just these 48. So you can still get world golf ranking points and they're in the clear with a number of those things. Now, under this proposal, the remaining events, the ones that are not included in this elevated series would be played for similar purses that they are today. John Deere Classic is what they use for an example here where 7.1 million uh, total prize pool. 1.2 million going to the winner. So it's not like... Thanks, Tiger. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> those events would... You know, that's still really a lot of money to be playing for in some of those other events as well. Yeah, but it, it comes down to you start zeroing in on key events that will have the key faces. Will you go watch a John Deere? I mean, I imagine a lot of the money that the PGA Tour makes is on, you know, admission and TV rights. And if I'm an advertiser and I look at a John Deere or a 3M or, you know, any any of these other lesser tournaments, doesn't exactly thrill me that it might just be an off week. But maybe they're thinking it's already an off week for enough of these guys that this is the best solution. I mean, I, I think it's the only solution. Yes. So to try to curb that at least a little bit, the, the number that No Laying Up throws out is 15. It's 15 elevated events, and then you would still have to play three other events outside of these 15. So you would still have to play three other ones, or maybe, and this was an idea that they were throwing around potentially on their podcast, uh, if you listen to the No Laying Up podcast, maybe you rotate some of them. Yeah, the, you know, the, um, the Genesis Invitational is going to be one of those elevated events. The Ulmer Pulmonary Invitational is always going to be one of those elevated events. But why can't you go, okay, this year, one of the elevated events is going to be at the 3M in Minnesota. Now we're going to have one of the elevated events is going to be the Byron Nelson in Texas. So you can still rotate these guys around. Yes, the 3M every year won't have that elevated status, but maybe you get somebody who likes it, like a Tony Finau who's been there a few yeah. times and still goes back when as one of the three on the PJ Tour that they still have to play. Yeah, I think that is a good solution to that problem. I mean, it, a lot of these top golfers, Rory only played in 14 events, I think, before the FedEx Cup. Um, so somebody like Rory saying, I, I want to play more events, is great. Because it's not like a Tony Finau who probably played 30. Yeah, he, he plays a lot. 
And I mean, he's got like six kids, so I'm, I don't know if he's like on the road to get away from all the kids. I, I'm not quite sure what his what his deal is. Yeah, he brings them all. I, <laughs> I, I, they must be homeschooled or something because they seem to be at every event. But good for them. Um, yeah, I, I think these guys playing more. I, it's hard for me to hear guys complain about playing too much golf when that's their full-time job, and sure. especially the top-tier ones who are flying all over the world, playing the most beautiful golf courses, usually in the best weather. Um, so I, I don't really feel sympathetic for the Patrick Reeds. Sorry, I had to bring his name up at least once. Who complain about too busy of a tour schedule, but then sign up for more events. I mean, if we but wanna, I digress. If we want to get into Patrick Reed but, and his $750 million lawsuit against Brandel Chambly, we can also do no, that because no, that was last week. That and was, it is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, poor Patrick. <laughs> Guy gets caught cheating on the golf course, and somebody calls him out for it. God forbid. Ah, uh, gosh. Why did <laughs> I bring? Why was that my example? I, th- I mean, that's where you went. And, 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 I mean, I, I don't have it with. I was I, thinking of somebody complaining about just playing too much golf yes. and how that doesn't work well with me when that's your full-time job. But these guys playing more events is good for the game. Let's make it elevated. I like the idea of the rotation. I, I think the most important thing to me was seeing 22 names that I would watch over a weekend in the same room and it'd be a unanimous decision. That's what golf needs. It wasn't like a, oh, this was just proposed. We'll see how the guys feel about it. And again, this is off of sources from no laying up. We haven't heard any of the players talk about this meeting publicly yet. No, we haven't. And, and I doubt we will. And, again, and I think it's very important to emphasize these are just the player ideas. I have no idea where these ideas go from here. Because does it go to the player advisory committee? Does it just go straight to the executive committee of the PGA Tour? Who has the power to kind of unilaterally make these changes on tour? This is very early in the process for them as they try to figure it out. I I don't think next year we're going to be seeing 15 elevated events. I I don't think we're going to see this stuff happening in the next calendar And there's a whole other layer of it being a nonprofit. Uh, that the PGA Tour, there's a lot that to that. That would have to potentially go away. We also have no idea if the players actually like and respect Jay Monahan, or this is their way of overthrowing the PGA Tour with Tiger and Rory being at the helm. Think about Arnie and Jack did it a long time ago. Um, little different circumstances, but it's a player's tour. And we're seeing this across all sports right now, Gabe. The players have the power. And maybe this is golf's version of, we need to take control of this, or else the PGA Tour is going to lose all of us and this game is going to suffer because of it. And that, that, that might be something that we're talking about a year or two from now from this meeting. We have no idea what was said inside those walls. No, and I, I hope some of these ideas come to fruition because the PGA Tour does need to change. These, these guys in that room do need to be paid more, I think, in term, relative in, in terms of their worth to the PGA Tour and what they bring to the table. And look, man, I I was yesterday, I really enjoy the Scott Stalling story. Yeah. But that's because I'm a huge golf nerd, right? You're a huge golf nerd. I don't know what percentage of the audience yesterday knows, and, and they talked about it a little bit during the telecast, that Scott, you know, had some health issues and radically over, you know, he, he changed his diet, he changed his work, he started working out, and now he's a workout you know, fiend. That's that's what he lives for. Absolutely loves doing his workouts, and he dropped nearly a hundred damn pounds. And now, you know, at thirty-seven years old, he's trying to win on the PGA Tour. Won a PGA Tour playoff event yesterday. Yeah. That that Patrick Cantlay ends up winning. 
But he's not the guy who's moving the needle. Patrick Cantlay is the guy moving the needle. He's the one that most people know from his experience on the Ryder Cup, from him winning the BMW Championship and the Tour Championship last year. So he's the name that's drawing the attention. He probably deserves a little bit bigger of a piece of the pie other than just the winner's share. And they tried this on a smaller level with Pip, right? The player yeah. impact and... It doesn't help that five of the names of the ten on the player impact are on live now, but they're trying to find ways to get the bigger brands a little bit bigger of a cut of that pie, as you reference. Uh, but success matters, and guys who are having successful seasons need to make more money and not have it just be the big FedEx Cup payout at the end of the year. That's just another added bonus. But I think what these guys are realizing as well is that even if you have a big brand, if you're Rory McIlroy, if you're Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, if you're some of these guys that, that are one of these bigger brands, yeah, you can do fine by yourself. If, and if Rory shows up at a PGA Tour event, he can probably prop it up. But what's better for one brand is to have more big brands around it. Yeah. Like, the Packers playing the Lions, yeah, it'll do fine because it's still the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers playing the Dallas Cowboys... Who signed me up? So the fact that these guys are realizing that they have to work together a little bit more to make sure they get some of these, potentially rekindle some rivalries. Yeah. Because you're now playing so the, the same events more often, and that's just going to make everything more interesting. Yeah, and when you have playoffs and, and Sundays that have finishes like Rory versus JT we saw earlier this season, and we just had Cantlay and Shoffley, I mean, that's what people want to watch on the weekend. Yeah. They don't want to see as know, much Troy hey, Molinax again. Look, you know, and, as much as I loved uh, Sahithagala trying to get yeah. his first PJ Tour win, I don't know how many people enjoyed that. May, maybe in a couple of years. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and, and I enjoyed that. And you know, it, yeah, it's but yeah, when you're watching the John Deere and the John Deere keeps getting picked on because it was a terrible field this year. Yeah, but yeah, when you, when you're watching the John Deere Classic, you're going, wait a second. It's actually nice outside. What the hell am I doing? Yeah. Why am I, why You're not am watching, I watching the Packers to watch Romeo. Why Dallas? am I watching Brian Harmon try to chase down a leader? And I say that as a left-hander, and I want to stick up for my left-handers, but at the same time, he's also Brian Harmon. <laughs> uh, golf weather is absolutely beautiful right now in the state of Wisconsin, so you got to get out and you got to play some golf at Fairways of Woodside in Sussex. Great atmosphere. That's my favorite place, or my favorite thing about that. I was out there last week, and just a great atmosphere. They promote golf to be fun because golf is supposed to be fun. You're not going to have that stuffy atmosphere out at Fairways of Woodside, so book your tea time today at fairwaysofwoodside.com. You don't get that stuffy atmosphere here at Wisconsin Club either. Good people. Good people. Yeah. We're happy We're happy with the people here. It, I mean, they are good people, and we're going to talk more about the Wisconsin Club coming up in just a little bit. But first, we do have to talk about the PGA Tour Net Championship. That's next on the tee. Back to the course and on the tee with Gabe and Steven after this on 94.5 ESPN. Lucky. This is On the Tee with Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Having a great time.
Big time out at the Wisconsin Club. There we go. Yeah, I got a live audience here on the patio at the Wisconsin Club. You're going, wait, the Wisconsin Club, I thought that was private. Shouldn't it be closed on Mondays? Not here, Stephen. No, Not no. Here. From June to August. I got to say, Gabe, this is like the biggest tease in the world for me to be sitting here on the patio. I only get so many opportunities to come to Wisconsin Club, and we couldn't take this show like mobile and at least play nine holes. I, You know, with a newborn, it's tough for me to get out, and I'm staring at the golden hour at Wisconsin Club, the long shadows over nine and 18 and... We're talking golf instead All right, of playing. I'll tell you what. Next year, we'll see if we can do it while playing nine holes. Let's because, do it. We just I get mean, the backpack. I've seen you do yeah, shows say, on the road. Homer and I used to throw the backpack on, and we figured out a way to do it, and we followed the celebrity foursome at the American Family Insurance Championship in Madison. So if we can do it for that, why can't we do it on the tee? I say we have on the tee on all the tees on the front nine here at uh, Wisconsin yeah. Club next year. We'll play a match. We'll get real oh, there weird we go. with it. <laughs> why not? Um, so that that's an idea. We'll have fun with that next year. Before we get to the Tour Championship, feel like that you got to get this out there as well because now that the BMW Championship is over, the automatic slots for the President's Cup have happened. Team USA will get uh, six captain's picks. So Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, and Tony Finau are the top six. They will be representing Team USA in the President's Cup and then Davis Love the Third will get six more picks that he'll be have to be make. The international team, meanwhile, they have eight players with four captain's picks, although given who is number one on the national team, the international team I should say, uh, might be getting some more <laughs> captain's picks on that side. Cam Smith is one, Hideki Matsuyama who I don't know where he stands. I mean, I, I hear conflicting reports about he could be going to live. He might be staying PGA Tour. He was not president at the uh, the PGA 22-player only meeting that happened last week. Sung Im is three. Uh, Jacqueline Neiman, who was at the meeting, is number four. Our guy, Tom Kim, Tom is Kim. number big, five. I, gosh, I wish he was playing for U.S. <laughs> So bummed. Yeah, Tom Kim. Uh, he who, loves it in the States. We just got to bring him in. Yeah, but he, I mean, he, he is from South Korea, so I we got to make it fair. He's got to play for the internationals. He just loves Chipotle, so he's a man you know, after my heart. Uh, Corey Connors is number six. Number seven is Adam Scott and Mito Pereira is number eight on the uh, international squad. So they'll have four captain's picks, potentially five if Cam Smith does indeed end up going to live. So those teams are starting to come together. September 22nd is when that uh, champ, the, the President's Cup is going to be taking place. So we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But there are only 30 players remaining, 30 players left standing, Stephen, for the Tour Championship. And I can't emphasize... How much I hate this. <laughs> I thought you were about to be like, how excited I am to watch the best 30 players well, compete. Hey, I would love to watch the best 30 players I compete know. over the course of four days. But, like, Adam Scott, Aaron Wise, KH Lee, JT Poston, and Sahith Thagala, they got no shot. They're starting 10 shots back of Scotty Scheffler. But, I, I, you know, for those guys, like, Thagala was practically in tears yesterday talking about how amazing of an experience it is that he gets to qualify for the Masters in the Open next year because of this opportunity. Like that That's how I looked at, at the top 30, is not just what it means for winning money now, because it should be front-loaded. Like a guy like Scotty Scheffler yeah. should have a handicap for the season that he put together. Sam Burns, Xander, Cantlay. I mean, there's a reason that this 
they want the person who puts it in on 18 to celebrate a win for the entire season. It makes sense. It makes the viewing experience very difficult to understand. <laughs> I proposed it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to ride this until maybe Jay Monahan listens to On the Tee. It's my I, favorite idea you've ever had. I think we play, and we can do it in a sense of play a couple of stroke play days, and then we set a bracket, and you play match play to the end. So it's easy. You just add two more, right? Right now we're at 30. Get to 32 so you can have a nice even bracket. couple of days of stroke play, just like we they do for the event we just saw the USGA wrap up. The M. Yeah, we just saw or the, the mid-M that's coming to Aaron Hills and yeah, Blue Yeah, same Mounds. thing. You've got two days of stroke play, and then you, you cut it down, and, and you have a big old bracket after that. I don't see why we couldn't do that for this as well. Uh, because, again, like Scotty Scheffler starting at 10 under par. Patrick Cantley will start at 8 under. 7 under is Will Zalatoris. Xander is at 6. 5 under Sam Burns. And then you start grouping guys together like Cam Smith, Rory McIlroy, Tony Finau, Sepp Straka, Sung Im at 4 under. John Rahm, Scott Stallings, JT, Cam Young, Matt Fitzpatrick at 3 under. 2 under Max Homa, Hideki, Jordan Spieth, Joaquin Neiman, and Victor Hovland. So it's just it. it, it just makes it tough to watch because... To me, realistically, I mean, what, do you think the guys at four under maybe can chase it down? I mean, six strokes over the course of four days can be made up, but the problem is you have so many guys you have to leapfrog in order to make that happen. I wonder what it's like for these guys to start. You know, I compared it last week to NASCAR, right? Like a pole sitter, you get a little bit of a head start. Um, How that changes your approach and mentality when you have that type of of stroke lead going into a weekend. Like, four strokes is no joke. No! <laughs> when you're talking about a golf tournament. Um, and the good news is it's only 30 players, you know, so you don't yeah. have to worry about somebody way from back kind of chasing you down. And, by the way, those guys from way back are still 10 behind you. So it's, you know, so they went to this format in 2019 yep. is when they uh, decided to go to this the, the points leader coming in starts at 10 under par. So they started doing that in 2019. Yeah, I, I mean, still I, just I, haven't gotten used it to it. It just got a little awkward when you have East Lake and you have one guy holding a trophy and then one guy holding $10 million. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 instead of it being the same guy holding both. Yeah, but that being said, if they did this this way in 2018... Tiger doesn't win that first event. We don't get that cool event. You know, like, Tiger Tiger won the Tour Championship. Justin Rose still won the FedEx Cup, and I was completely and, and, okay with it. Oh, well, you're talking about Tiger, man. Like, <laughs> you're talking about Tiger making a comeback. That scene at Ace, at East Lake is will forever be etched in my mind. And, yeah, it was just because he won a tournament. He didn't win FedEx, but that felt like a $100 million win for him. So uh, so the, the, the three times they've done it, the last two years, the, the, the points leader won the FedEx Cup. DJ did it in 2020, Patrick Cantley doing it in 2021, doing it last year. Rory McIlroy was at five under when he won it back in 2019. So he started five shots back in 2019, was still able to overcome. So five shots win. is what? He was in third place or fourth place? Yeah, third or fourth place, something okay. like that. I mean, Patrick Cantley is going to try and become the first to win consecutive FedEx Cups. Correct. And he, he, he will start by going uh, from two back. Yeah, again, so you're in fifth place. You know, you're the only one sitting at five under if you're Sam Burns this year or Rory McIlroy three years ago. Uh, it is worth mentioning that Will Zalatoris, who is starting in that third spot three shots back, 
Don't know if he'll be able to go. He yeah. had to withdraw due to some back issues this last week at the BMW Championship. So, are we when we are about to make our Gruber Law Offices one call, that's all pick, are we picking who is going to have the best... No, it's whoever's going to win in the FedEx Cup because I don't want to have to do the shadow leaderboard and figure out who plays best over the 72 holes. That's why we pay you the big bucks. I want, <laughs> I want you to Excel spreadsheet that thing for me. I mean, somebody will do it. Somebody yeah. always does that ghost leaderboard because, oh, by the way, the official World Golf ranking goes off the ghost leaderboard of who actually played well and the best over those 72 days, or those 72 holes because let's say Scotty Scheffler goes out and wins it. He may not get the most world ranking points out of this event because he's starting at 10 under par and Adam Scott is starting at even par. Got to have yeah, the ghost leaderboard. So somebody's going to yeah. keep a – and by the way, you said $10 million uh, winner for yeah, the bonus what, money. What's it up to now? 18 Holy cow. million. <laughs> Wait, I thought – when did that change? I don't know. That's just what it says right here. So Cantley is looking to make about, what, a cool 45, 50 mil in, in two years? Yeah. Between his wins and, and FedEx Cups? Uh, if you, so if you finish in DFL, finish in last place, you're getting 500K for 30th. Uh, you will Take get, that, Liv. <laughs> uh, you will get a million dollars in bonus money if you finish 10th, and then it just keeps escalating from there. Uh, although it is worth mentioning, second is 6.5 million. Ah, and then you make the big jump to 18 mil for first. So, a wow. lot of money on the line. Who you got this week? One call, that's all. Gruber Loves' pick. Who is going to walk away with the Tour Championship? All right, I am not going with the, uh, the front horse. Okay. You should know who I am picking, because when I haven't picked him, he's won. <laughs> I am going the four seed entering the weekend, Xander Shoffley to win at East Lake and come from behind. That dude loves that golf course. He does. He's played he, well there. He finished second to Rory a few years ago. And he finished he actually won it on that ghost stroke when DJ won the FedEx Cup in 2020. Okay. I mean that this guy goes low at East Lake. He's in that four spot. Remind me again how many strokes back he, he is starts. Four back. Okay. Oh, four back. Four four back over four this days. Is, this is one a day. One a day. He's fine. Man, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take his winnings and double down. And I I can't pick Scotty Scheffler. He just hasn't been playing that well. I mean, he he came to play a little bit more over the weekend, but he, he it just seems like there's something missing with Scotty Scheffler right now. I really want to pick Will Zalatoris, but I don't know if he's gonna be healthy. No, you can't pick him after withdrawing. Yeah, especially with a back injury. Did you watch like the back stretches? Like yeah, that's his? what I'm saying. With a back injury, you can't mess around with a back injury. That made me uncomfortable watching so, the way that he was being worked on the golf course. I am going to say Patrick Cantlay makes history and goes back-to-back, makes up those two strokes, and chases down Scotty Scheffler. Listen, I love watching that guy play. I love watching him putt because he is an unbelievable putter, but that dude is boring. Oh, like, he's very boring. I mean... He's very boring. He, he's an assassin on the golf course. We saw that at Whistling Straits. Oh, yeah. But not the guy I want to see holding the trophy come Sunday. Yeah, because like, I, I, I think he'll be excited... But he's just gonna have like a tiny smile on his face. Yeah, like, he's like hey. he's like Captain Soft Smile. It, it <laughs> like you win eighteen million dollars, dude. I, I want to see those whites, right? You ain't gonna see it. Not and from that guy. I I I'm ready for this branded uh, you know stereotype around Xander to end. Xander is a winner, and this is a season where he won, and I want to see him on top, and then win his first major. I think that's that's what's going to get rid of that. 
is Xander a winner thing is winning a major. I mean, if he steps up and chases down Scotty Scheffler, it's certainly going to help. Is Xander Tony Finau? That's a good question. Um, I, I, but Tony, Tony Wisconsin won back club, to back. big fans of Tony. Yeah, to, I mean, Tony won back to back events this year. Granted, not with the best fields, but but he won. He won early in his like. Yeah, when yeah. It, 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 I think Xander's better. The part, the, the 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 struggle with Xander is that he's found himself in positions to win and just hasn't pushed himself over the top. Tony, Tony's got like the Louis. He, he's yeah, got, that's he, true. That's lot, true. Just he's got the top two in Sunday. majors. Just hasn't won one. Yeah, just plays the. I like Xander. I, I do hope Xander wins because I think he's going to be a little bit more exciting to watch uh, than Patrick Cantlay. It is one of the top five Palmer courses in the country. Talking about the ball, GolfTheBog.com is their website. It offers a challenging but playable course right here in Wisconsin with a beautiful natural setting in Saukville, Wisconsin. Hosts a lot of great events. Steven and I played out there for the Ringer event through the MAC Fund. Of course, they host the ESPN Milwaukee Open as well. Make sure you book your next tee time at GolfTheBog.com. We are going to break down the Wisconsin Club, where we're doing our broadcast live from, coming up next on the team. No ifs, ands, or putts. There's more on the tee with Gabe and Steven coming up on 94.5 ESPN. Four, it's on the tee with Gabe Neitzel and Steven Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Wealth Management, proud sponsor of On the Tee. It's time to know the difference. Annex Wealth Management provides investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning as a local fee-only fiduciary. It's time to put things in order. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. We are broadcasting live from the Wisconsin Club. This is home of Stephen Watson. This is his home club. We are excited to break down this course for you, courtesy of our friends at Waste Management. Fescue, hole placement, dog legs, hazards. What don't you want to know about Wisconsin's variety of golf courses? It's time for On the Tee to give you a course review. Brought to you by Waste Management, a company that values inclusion and diversity, safety, our customers, and the environment. Join the WM family and visit careers.wm.com. All right, Stephen, what is your favorite part? I mean, you've been a member here for five years. What's yeah. your favorite part about being a member here at this golf club? They're they're all looking at me. I, I, I'm going to say the people. <laughs> Was that the right answer, guys? Feeling the pressure from the uh, live audience on the patio here at Wisconsin. No, but I, I I genuinely do mean that. Uh, there there are great people at this course. There are a lot of private clubs that get a reputation of being stuffy, and this is not one of those places. This is a place where. The people are great. The golf is great. My other favorite part about this course is that I can play it every day and not get sick of it. And I try to play it as much as I possibly can. And there are courses that I get sick of if I play them too many times. And that is not this golf course. Front or back nine? Back. So even though you don't get to play the back as much as part of your little loop that you had described earlier where you play nine holes, then you play 10, 11, then play eight, nine coming back. Yeah. The back nine here is great. Uh, There is the furthest point of the golf course holds 13 and 14. 
are the best parts of this golf course, no question. I, I agree with that. We, we call it, as members, Hell's Corner. Okay. Because that is where your round can go to die. I play a lot of match play events out here, and I am always giving strokes on those two holes, so that is often <laughs> where my matches go to die. So, uh, yeah, Hell's Corner is my favorite part of this golf course. They're, be- they're beautiful holes with water in the middle of both of them, so... For a guy who tends to miss his drive outright, that's not the great. Water comes out and that's play. not great on either one of those holes. So uh, yeah, I, I I think it's great, and I, I think What's, 16 is another great hole. That's also on the back nine, par three over water, elevated green. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough green too. Yeah. Very tough green. Um, I do love those two holes back there. What I like about uh, 14 is it presents you with a number of different options off the tee if you're a little bit longer. You know, okay, do I lay short of the bunker? Do yeah, I try for, to carry it over you, the water? For you, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I, I got one option off the tee on 14, and it's driver. I don't know. Like Maybe for you, you you're thinking, oh, maybe I lay up with my four iron that I hit as far as your driver. But no, nah, <laughs> I'm standing on the tee box, and I'm hitting driver, man. So that so you you don't lay don't, up on that don't, hole. Don't try to make it into a drivable par four just because you can do it. <laughs> Us mere mortals here at Wisconsin Club don't look at fourteen as a drivable par four. Well, I don't look at it as a drivable par four, but I look at it as as a hole I can kind of just you know sorry lay a, no- a knockdown layup hole. <laughs> I I hit driver. Okay, so you, you you haven't ever thought about going three wood there. You've never like tried to dial it back on that hole. I have I have hit three wood if okay. the two boxes are up a little bit. Okay, yeah, because you want it. If you I like it, playing back on this golf course, because yes, it, so do I. It's uh, it's a better golf course from the tips. Yeah, it is a spectacular golf course from the tips. So that those would you be your favorite holes then? Fourteen, fifteen. I no thirteen, fourteen, sixteen are my three favorite holes on this course. Okay, 13. Kind of a little bit of a dog leg slide to no, the right. No, thir- 13 and 14 are the ones in the corner. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then 15 is the par 5. Yeah, 15. 7. I've, we've got a vote for number 7 over here, which is a really Actually, good hole. Actually, 7 from the tips is probably the best-looking hole on the golf course. It's, it's a great Also, looking. water on the right, which I have donated falls into myself. <laughs> So yeah, I just I like the water holes. I guess now, so you like the water holes where you miss it in, into the water. Yeah, yeah, that's odd. Uh, eight to par three, also over water. Beautiful hole. Beautiful hole, but like you can miss that one a little bit, right? You just can't. You know, Correct. If you chunk it, then it's then it's bad news bears for you. Know, you know what's fun about what they do out here? There's a lot of great team events too. Um, I played. I've talked a lot on the show about Red Coat as a summer long uh, four ball match play event. Uh, they do a Ryder Cup event here every September. I know it's every other year for the, the pros, but we do it every single September out here, which is fun. Um, those are the events that you remember and make it fun to belong to a place like this. So I know that your red coat run came to an end this year, but you were... Thank you for the reminder. Like, But you're defending champion, right? So are you st- still defending champion until... The new champion is crowned? Yeah, I, I think we've got until about first week of October to wear our red coats proudly. Um, <laughs> oh, so you actually do get an actual red oh, coat? Oh, we get a legit red coat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'll bust it out on the air one of these days. But I, mean, I, I, so I, I, I mean, if you have it, why are you not sitting here wearing it? Was, it, it was presented to, uh, to us at men's opening day earlier this spring. Um, you know, like Shooter McGavin, I had to make sure that the right arm was a little bit longer than the left. I don't understand how we're sitting here on this patio where you're not wearing the red coat literally this entire time. I, I got a logo shirt on, but yeah, I, yeah I, I probably should have worn the red coat. Like I would be if I if 
I was but a here's member the thing. of a club, and they gave me something cool like a red coat for winning. Every time I would step foot on this property, people would hate me because I'd constantly be wearing it. Yeah, I can't be that guy. I, that, that's too much. That's too much. But I will wear it next year when we're back here. Okay. I will wear it. Because so you don't have it's, not like a tr- it's not like a trophy I need to return. Oh, no. So it's, that sucker was so it's, made for me. It's, 38 it's, reg. It, so it's like, a, uh, it's like the Augusta green jacket. It's always here for you when you need it. It's in my, in my uh, closet at home. I will bust it out for you next year. All right. I cannot Actually, wait. the next time that we're going to play golf on any golf course, I'm just going to show up in my red coat. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Finally. I didn't realize you got an actual red coat for winning oh, yeah. a red coat event, and you haven't worn it once when I've seen you. I immediately I, regret that decision to not wear that tonight. Yeah, you should have been just sitting here lounging back in the red coat. Thank you to everybody out here at the Wisconsin Club. Thank you to the live studio audience as we hang out here at the patio you can always find out more about the wisconsin club great club downtown great golf course here and that's kind of the beauty of these two things here at the wisconsin club next week we're breaking down a great time that steven and i had on tuesday at century world so do not miss that next week on the team